Welcome to the Better Life Podcast. I'm April. Hope you're having a great day today. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, I would love for you to do that today. Hit the notification bell. Every single week, you'll get a brand new episode. You may not know this, but there's several things on my YouTube channel that you might enjoy in your life. I have an episode on calming scriptures for anxiety. I have my mom on another episode uh, telling her her story of healing through cancer. She gives, oh, I think about a hundred scriptures in there for healing. It's a soothing, um, it's a soothing episode. It's about 50 minutes long and it will bring joy. It will bring hope. It will bring faith into your life. If you know of anyone who's sick with cancer or sick with disease, this will be such an encouragement to their life. I've just released an extended version, which is a six hour plus of her testimony, her healing scriptures. And um, a lot of people ask for that because they like to play it at night. It's uninterrupted without any ads in the middle. So if you'd like to see that or listen to that, you can go to my YouTube, April Osteen Simons. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to identify the enemy. In case you didn't know, there's an enemy out there, and he's out there just to just to take away from your life, to, to cause you not to flourish in life. One way we can identify the enemy is, first of all, realize this. The enemy is a liar. He is a deceiver. He's out there to deceive you and, and trick you or cause you to believe his lies. That's what he does best. He will try to convince you to believe his lies over God's word. He will try to make you live your life according to the way he thinks you should live your life. And you know what? Living life according to the enemy is not a good life at all. So we have to be able to recognize who the enemy is. And a lot of people write in and say, how do I know if this is God's voice, if it's my voice, or if it's the enemy's voice? So today I wanted to just try to help you out with recognizing the enemy in your life. There's several ways that he'll try to come in and just bring you down. And one way is through accusations. The scripture says in Revelation says that the enemy is an accuser of the brethren. In other words, he tries to come in and accuse us. He's watching and waiting for someone to accuse. He doesn't have much of a life (laughs) if he's watching and waiting. He'll bring accusations of doubt defeat, mental oppression, condemnation, and fear. So let's just talk about one of those things. He'll bring in condemnation and shame. Now, we've all experienced that from the enemy, uh, trying to bring in words to our mind, you know, trying to make us to believe these thoughts that we can't. We'll never be able to do that. We've messed up too many times. Uh, we're second class citizens. We, you know, God has given up on us just trying to condemn us. Let me tell you this right here. Just because you failed doesn't mean you're a failure. And just because you failed doesn't mean that God has disqualified you. See, Satan tries to come in and say, you know what, you've done all this, you're disqualified. God, sure, maybe God had a great plan for your life, but no more. You've messed up too many times. 
That's that condemnation. That's that shame that he tries to bring on your life. That is not from God. That is from the enemy. Let me just remind you, in case you're wondering who God used in Bible days. Noah was a drunk. Abraham was too old. Jacob was a liar. Joseph was abused. Moses was a stutterer. Gideon was filled with fear. He was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. Jeremiah was too young. Rahab was a prostitute, y'all. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Elijah, the great prophet of God, he was suicidal. Jonah ran from God. Job lost everything. He went bankrupt. Mary Magdalene, as defined in the Bible, was an especially wicked sinner. Naomi was a widow. I love that. God uses everybody. Mary was a teenager. John the Baptist, y'all, he ate bugs on my word. Martha was a worrier. Zacchaeus was too small. Paul was too religious. And Lazarus was too dead. Y'all, if God can use those people, he can use us. God doesn't use us based on what we've done or what we haven't done. He uses us based on what He's already done in our lives. He doesn't look at our past and disqualifies us. He says, you know what? Let's just pick ourselves up right here. I have great plans for your life. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't accept that condemnation that he tries to bring in your life. The scripture says in Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Another way you can recognize the enemy is through fear. Fear is not from God. I'm going to say it again. Fear is not from God. Fear paralyzes you. Fear holds you back. Fear keeps you stuck. It keeps you from moving forward. The scripture says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given you the spirit of fear. So right there, if it's fear, it's not from God. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound, clear thinking mind. Another way you can recognize the enemy is through confusion. God is also not the author of confusion. The enemy's presence just breeds confusion, not clarity and not peace. Confusion often leads to chaos and unnecessary drama. Oh, somebody's saying amen right there. Again, God is not that author of confusion. Isaiah 26 says this, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is kept on you. So if it's confusion, that is not of God, that is from the enemy. Another way to recognize the enemy is he attacks our identity. Oh my goodness, does he do this, y'all. One way he attacks our identity is by bringing up our past. Again, he loves to remind us of our mistakes. He loves to remind us of every sin we've ever committed. And you know why he does that? Because He knows if we can get stuck dwelling on the past, then we will remain stuck. We won't move into that future that God has promised us. We won't be everything that God has declared in His Word that we would be. 2 Corinthians says this, For if a man belongs to Christ, he is a new person. The old life is gone. New life has begun. You're familiar with this scripture, I'm sure, in Philippians. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. So he'll try to keep you stuck in the past. 
in the same regard, he will he will attack your future. See, Satan's greatest fear is your tomorrow, is your future. So if he can take you out today, if he can get you stuck today, then you won't progress to your future. Ephesians 2 says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. How do you recognize the enemy? If he's attacking your past, if he's attacking your present, if he's attacking your identity. So, you know, if you're paralyzed with fear, that's not of God. If your life is filled with confusion, that's not of God. If you're remaining stuck and feel like you're not qualified and going over the past, those are not thoughts from God. Those are from the enemy. See, this Satan accuses, he condemns, he causes dissension and disunity and strife. He brings shame and feelings of unworthlessness. One of my favorite scriptures, John 10.10, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that you might have and enjoy life and have it to the abundance. The Amplified says, to the full until it overflows. So if you feel like you're, if you're stuck, if you're, your life is just filled with, with dissension, confusion, drama, those are not things that God wants you to experience in life. He wants you to have and enjoy life, have that overflowing life. So recognize when it's God or when it's the enemy. Jesus wants us to overflow. Satan wants us to barely get by. Recognize the works of the enemy. The enemy wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your laughter, your happiness. He wants to steal your mental and spiritual fortitude. The scripture says in 1 Peter, Be sober-minded, be watchful, for your adversary, the devil, roams about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Y'all, we got to be on guard. We got to be able to recognize that thought's not from God, that thought's from the enemy. So how do you deal with the enemy? How do you deal with the the lies of the enemy? Or better yet, how do you defeat the enemy? Sometime when you get time, maybe this week, read the passage in Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. It's when Satan took Jesus out to the wilderness. He came against him with all these things, throw yourself off, you know, just all these, these things he tempted Jesus to do. I'm not going to go into it because I don't have time today. But for every temptation that Satan had for Jesus, Jesus came back with the word, the word of God. And that's how he defeated the enemy. Y'all, we got to get in God's word until God's word gets in us. And when the enemy comes, we just simply resist him. The scripture says in James 4, 7, resist the enemy and he will flee. Now, let me make it practical. You recognize those are lies of the enemy. Satan's tormenting you with thoughts. I recognize it. And I, I resist you, devil, in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, when I resist you, you have to flee. So you're bringing the word back to the enemy. Don't let the enemy win, y'all. You have to decide, are you going to believe the lies of the enemy? Are you going to believe the truth of God's word? Are you going to join hands with the enemy? Or are you going to join hands with God? You have a choice whether to re- receive the lies and believe the lies or to reject them and resist them. 
Today, I want to encourage you, don't mix the enemy up with God. Don't allow the enemy to win in your life. God has great plans for you. The enemy wants to take you out today, but know you're strong, you're courageous, you're brave. You've got God on the inside of you, so you have greatness on the inside of you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and until this time next week, I hope you have a fabulous day.